0: Artistic directors here at Battersea Arts Centre, and the first thing to say is again, another huge welcome. Um, if you uh, welcome to the Grand Hall as well in, in this former town hall for Battersea. Um, if you've been with us for the Economy Day, um, I hope you've been inspired and enjoyed this lovely building. Um, and for those of you who are here in 2009 for the conference, welcome back. I hope you've seen, seen some changes since you were last here, and we hope your experiences here have helped in some way processes of transitioning in your communities. And for those of you coming to Bath Centre for the first time, the warmest of welcomes and here's to an inspiring and powerful weekend full of ideas and action. So why are we here? Why now? Why in this building? And I don't mean that in the existential sense. But why here? Why now? Why in this building? And to answer those questions, if I can, just a very, very short bit of history. In 1893, this building and this beautiful hall were built as the town halls of Battersea. At that time, Battersea was undergoing its own transition. For centuries, the area had been at the periphery of a small riverside village. During the 19th century, previously open land was taken over by four railway companies, and in 1863, Clapton Junction, which many of you probably pass through today, opened. Railway lines, workers' cottages, crisis candles, cartons, glucose factory, flour mills, breweries, and the nine Elms gasworks dominated this area of southwest London. By 1891, Battersea's population had reached 150,000, and this town hall was commissioned to provide local government offices for this expanding community. With the growing population, the people of this part of London needed a place to come to meet their elected representatives to debate to congregate and to celebrate. And hundreds of thousands of people use this building each year for council meetings, for entertainment, even to see the town hall nurse who lived in one of the tiny attic bedrooms at the top of the building. This place was, and we think still is, the centre of civic society around here. A space with a history of enabling change and radical ideas. For 60 years this building has hosted ordinary and extraordinary people who came together to improve life in this part of London. In this very room in the Grand Hall, John Archer, London's first black mayor, and John Burns, Bathsheba's radical progressive MP, made seminal speeches that influenced politics both locally and nationally. On the stage behind me, Charlotte Destahl and Evelyn Pankhurst championed women's rights and rallies from that stage in the early 1900s. And in this very room in 1977, the jam played. <laughs> <laughs> This building's got an extraordinary history, and it's, um, it's that history, the building's ongoing role at the centre of the local community, that informs much of our work. Since 1980, we've been a theatre, and we've been trying out new ideas in this building in partnership with our audience. And so tonight, it's as welcoming you here. Uh, we have a huge number of shows uh, in the building, some of which you might have experienced some of in the bar earlier. Um, those shows also celebrate creativity and the power of new ideas to change things. And we think there's something about the energy of this old town hall that is almost an inescapable force that we feel compelled to channel and direct into all of our work. Uh, Bass's adopted motto for the Latin scholars, non mihi non titi sed nobis, not for me, not for you, but for us. We think it finds a spirit of collaboration that's has become part of the organisational DNA of this building and people who occupy it. For 30 years as an art centre, We've occupied the the site, and that motto, that sense that together we are better and stronger pervades to this day. As Robert said, in 2009 we hosted the Transition Network UK conference, and that conference was a catalyst for us. It helped us think about how we might power down, how we might reduce our emissions, our reliance on fossil fuels, and how we might build a more resilient community of artists, staff and audiences. Three years on, our drive of transition has become even more urgent, and the theme of this conference, building resilience in extraordinary times, chimes with one of our central preoccupations. We are asking ourselves questions: what, for instance, what a theatre might look like in 2012 and beyond? What role should a theatre play? I'm looking forward to a fabulous weekend with you all here. So let's hope we can channel some of this building's radical past. Here's the great ideas.